0: Everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Disability with Ma Lama. My
1: name is Leland. And I'm Roxanne. Thank you so much for joining us today. Disability with Ma Lama is Aloha Independent Living Hawaii's
0: podcast where we discuss all things disability in the state of Hawaii. We are officially on episode nine of our first season. Can you believe Woo-hoo! that,
1: Roxanne? <laughs> no, that's pretty impressive. I, it, you know, time has flown by and I, I just, I can't believe it. This is incredible.
0: Right. Technically, our first episode was in June, which was our intro episode. But if you don't count that, then we have eight episodes, not including this one. So we're going to make a year come June. And honestly, I can't believe that we've been consistent in putting up an episode a month and having great interviews and people on our podcast, guests and having you know great discussions on different topics and just really exploring what it means to have a disability in Hawaii and how the disability community in Hawaii is so
1: tied into each other and how we can support each other. What about you? I agree, I agree. We've had some wonderful guests. We've even explored something new by having a discussion. And um, as you have mentioned, Hawaii is about helping each other in the community. And the guests that we've had, they're all people that work within the disability field, and mm-hmm. you know they've all come into contact with each other at some point or another. And it, you know, they kind of interplay with each other. You know, one would need another, another would need another. So I, I think it's it's uh, I think we did a bang up job. This is amazing. We did a great job. I agree. We did a
0: great job. It. It kind of feels weird to toot our own horn, but we're going to do it because (laughs) we did an amazing job. So
1: go AILH. Yay, 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 yay. yay. Yes, absolutely. I think for me, this is a pretty um, good success because I'm new to this uh, format, and so I know when you introduce the idea... I kind of, you know, I, I, and I still am taking direction and, and following your lead because you're more experienced in this type of format. Um, I'm used to just posting things on Facebook or Instagram. So I, I like this. It, it lets us talk to real people. We get to hear their thoughts, their ideas, you know, their valuable knowledge that they can help our community with. And mm-hmm. I think it also gives AILH a voice, you know, an actual voice. And I I'm definitely, you know, uh, props to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, uh, and our, and our website, all the other platforms that everybody uses, but a podcast is just so exciting and it's so new and I love it. And I uh, thank you so much for working with me and being patient and, and helping me to learn, you know, this type of platform. Um, I love it. I, I, I'm so excited for what the future has for us and I can't wait to bring on new discussions Every time I meet with different people, I'm constantly thinking, oh, my God, they can be a guest or we can have a discussion Mm -hmm. with them. So my mind is always working, you know, so thank you for that. Well, one, I want to say thank you for
0: your excitement and your patience with me, especially since this avenue is a little bit different from what I'm used to. Um, If people recognize my voice from other podcasts, they might realize that it's more book related. So I'm glad that you are listening with me here in the disability capacity, because this is also another one of my passions. And I'm glad that I was able to start this with you, Roxanne, and really bring AILH to um, the forefront and really show that, you know, just because, or not just because, but in addition to what our IL specialists do serving the community and stuff. There are also other ways for us to touch the community and touch other communities outside of Hawaii as well. And I I really like that a lot. I get feedback from people here in the mainland, because I live in Virginia, saying, Well, I, I listened to your podcast and I didn't know that Hawaii had all these things that were going on. And it's really cool to learn more about the disability community in general and then to learn what Hawaii is doing. So I like that I am. Um, that our podcast allows us to get more visibility even throughout the mainland and other places as well. I think I have some people in Australia listening to it as well. So shout out to them.
1: Wow, um, (laughs) Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. And I, you know, just like you said, it's opened the doors for us to reach a greater audience. And, Mm -hmm. and, and also it gives us an opportunity to allow our partners to reach a greater audience because you know we're all using the same thing as nonprofits i think everybody knows we don't have the biggest budget and especially when it comes to marketing you know and our way of doing this and and thank you for being our social media person you know who who has the, the knowledge and, and the wherewithal to figure out a plan and, and help us to to navigate this because it is very different i'm very old school you know i'm used to just doing the doing the work and writing out the reports that are due to our contractor. I mean, our, our, um, federal con, uh, federal contract person, as well as our state contract, mm-hmm. um, person. And so this is different, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. um, it's exciting. It's new. And, and again, you're, you're, you're putting us out there, you know, in a, in a, in a field that we're, uh, exploring and happily exploring. So thank you. I I don't know what to say to your kind words,
0: but I'm going to try (laughs) to push through. (laughs) So so now that we have almost made it through our first season, I think a season a year sounds pretty doable, like what we've had. I feel like we're right on track to finish our first season. How do you see next season going? Like, what do you see in the future for
1: us? Well, I think, like I said, we've explored one discussion. And I think aside from having guest speakers come on where we're interviewing them, I like the idea that we were entertaining of having more engaging discussions. You know, Mm -hmm. so maybe we can feature more advocacy issues and identify key individuals within the community that can speak about different topics that are going on for people with disabilities that are that mean something to them, whether it's housing or transportation. Or even just visitability, you know, within the the uh, movie, you know, screen, or mm-hmm. even within legislature, you know, with them advocating for themselves to to uh, encourage legislatures to listen to some of their needs, you know, just mm-hmm. different things. And I think once we bring on more folks to discuss, I think it's it, the the podcast will um, kind of continue to evolve, you know, and mm-hmm. we will continue to bring voices. That maybe just didn't have a platform. And this would, this could be a platform for them. I, I know mm-hmm. that I did, I do want us to have a, our next discussion to be with some young adults or young high schoolers. And I wanted them to uh, come on and just share with us what made them want to become civic minded and, and to do, mm-hmm. you know, to give of their time in the community, you know, giving youth a voice, you know, and yes. so I definitely reached out to their counselor. And so it's just a matter of us, you know, scheduling our time with the kids because they're in school and we don't necessarily want to pull them out of classes. So it affects their Mm -hmm. grades. We're trying to find the best opportune time for everyone. But I think we, you know, again, it's giving everybody a different platform, you know, people who just we just never thought of, you know, and um, this is great exposure and people get to hear (laughs) our voice, you know, I mean, when you see a static photo, they don't know who that person is, we can write mm-hmm. some flowery words. But when you actually hear the voice, you get to hear, um, you know, the intonation, you get to hear their passion, you get to mm-hmm. hear what moves them. And I think those are meaningful for listeners. What do you think? I think that is
0: really important. I am I'm a huge proponent of having a platform for people whether they're marginalized communities, people who don't really get to speak up about the issues or even just their passions, giving them that platform to hear their voices. I'm, yes. you know, past history, hear our voices is very, very important to me. So I really like that we are thinking of and hopefully will implement us expanding our, our guest speakers, the people we do have on our platform to give a wider audience to mm-hmm. what we have. Um, I, I definitely love the idea of hopefully inviting more youth into our, our podcast. I'm really interested to hear what they have to say because different generations have, you know, come from different backgrounds. What may have been important 50 years ago may not be as,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's just an example. Are you taking a, are you taking a jab at me? No,
0: (laughs) (laughs) no, but we, you know, different, different priorities. There's different priorities with each generation. And I'm, uh, you know, the younger generations are a lot more social media based. The way that we spread our word is through social media channels, like Facebook, like Instagram, TikTok, podcasts like this. So I, you know, a lot of podcasts that are around there are made by adults. A lot of them are for adults, while this is still kind of, you know, more adult specific or, you know, that doesn't mean that we don't want the younger generation to have that voice. And I think this would be a good platform for them to have a safe space to talk and for them to kind of really learn about what does make them passionate about advocacy, being civic minded, like you said, and include that in the disability field as well.
1: Oh, my gosh. As you were talking, I have some other young adults I want to talk to. Um, (laughs) Actually, one of our guests. Miss Tammy Evard is very well connected to Best Buddy, and we have um, some young adults who volunteer for Best Buddy, and how amazing would that be to have them come on and actually have some of um, the young, you know, the young, I, I guess they would be high schoolers that are part of Best Buddy and give them a voice too, you know. I, 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 that just came to my mind. So besides the one high school from Pearl City I'm just thinking about Best Buddy as an organization as well, and um, I know Miss Evard is very much involved in that, and she can probably link us to some of the youth and and you know that are both the benefactors of Best Buddy as well as the volunteers who kind of you know are paired up you know with the consumer with the disability. So I think that's yeah. So you're giving me ideas as you're <laughs> talking because you know one of the things that you said is right. Our generation, your generation, is very different from my generation. My generation, and as you mentioned, 50 years ago, that would be me, um, we were silent. The the adults had the adult conversation and the kids were not told of adult issues. You know, that is kind of how it was. The kids really didn't have a voice. Well, the generations as we're, you know, the years have, have moved on, we're seeing it's very different. The young generation today are very vocal and their way of Of releasing their voice or or being heard is exactly through social media. And, you know, 50 year olds and above, a lot of them don't necessarily understand the power of social media, although they should by now, because Mm -hmm. that social media move when Obama was running for president is what helped him to win because Mm -hmm. he used the power of social media to help spread his message and to reach a younger generation. And so more and more politicians are recognizing that, but they still don't necessarily understand, you know, as we can tell when Congress, you know, has the folks from, um, Google or, you know, uh, Facebook, when they start making these laws and they have no clue what the internet Mm -hmm. is about, or, you know, they're trying to pass laws, but they don't really understand, you know, the whole platform and how it works, the inner workings behind it. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know it is a new generation like you said and i think giving our young generation a voice is is very important especially today because you will all be the leaders you know when we pass on right you are going to be mm-hmm. carrying the torch so let's give them a positive platform where they can come on and spread their message
0: so kind of circling back to our past and what we've done so far we talked a lot about different topics on disability from yes. getting exercise in with spirit club. We did, that was one of our first ones. Then we did legal guardianship with our board member, Scott Suzuki. We've done Hawaii's education laws, self-advocacy, traveling mm-hmm. during COVID. Then mm-hmm. we talked about the service dogs with Hawaii Fido and traumatic brain injury in and its relation to domestic violence. All of those stem across the spectrum on what disability is about, what people probably didn't realize is involved mm-hmm. when you have a disability. If you have somebody in the family that has a disability, how yes. do you feel we can continue to make our podcast educational in different aspects, but also continue to you know bring back some of the people that we've already have in a way that can continue to educate us, but also be a lot more engaging like you talked about earlier.
1: Well, I, I think one of the answers, like you said, is to bring them back because something, for example, legal guardianship, as we learned in that discussion with Mr. Suzuki, is it covers many different areas that we hadn't really thought about. You know, we learned about what he does, what is what he does as an attorney, to help educate parents about their, um, you know, the the importance of being a legal guardian for when your child with a disability turns 18. And then there's the different types of guardianship. So I think Mm -hmm. bringing them back and maybe including a guest who has benefited from legal guardianship and, you know, would I think Mm -hmm. help listeners because, they have a different perspective, right, than what we have. We're, we're, we're being educated by Scott and we're listening, but somebody who actually has a child who is who has a disability and is nearing 18, becoming an adult soon, that's a very, very important topic to them. And they're going to have mm-hmm. multiple questions about what types of guardianship. Is it going to just be financial guardianship? Is it is it going to be legal guardianship? Is it going to be medical guardianship, educational? Uh, you know, there were so many different areas that, you have to think about, you know, that Mm -hmm. we are like, for example, myself as a parent, um, I don't have a child with a disability where I have to become their legal guardian once they turn 18. You know, they have the ability to lead their life and become a young adult. And I don't necessarily feel like I have to go down and legally become their legal guardian. I will still Mm -hmm. be there and help to guide them if they have questions. But somebody who has a child, that may be a different question because maybe that person's child cannot live on their own, you know, does not have the skill set or the ability or the financial means to live independently. So there's going to be certain steps that they, or certain questions they're going to have that would be different from mine. So I think that's one, you know, Mm -hmm. is bringing back some of these um, guest speakers we've had and, and actually bringing a guest who has benefited from that particular service. Another way is we still have many different areas within the disability field that we have yet to explore. And Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, we've been making our list and we just have to eventually get together with them and work our timing out and, you know, have them schedule so we can all get on the podcast and and come to an agreeable date. I think one of the things that we learned is when we are doing a a podcast, the um, benefit of using a microphone or a headset is key because... The voice we want our voices to be clear, so that way our listeners can hear our message, and we don't have extra background noise. So that's an educational thing that we've had to share with our guest speakers. um, You know that we've learned from experience after our very first podcast. So, right. right? So I think those are a couple of ways that I can think of. I'm not really sure what are what are your other ideas.
0: Oh (laughs) well. I feel like you touched on pretty much everything. Um, I think having having that opportunity, like you said, to not only bring the subject matter expert back, like Mr. Suzuki, like Rosie Rowe, like Tammy Everard, but also having somebody who actively engages in their services, having, letting them take the reins in an episode and having them lead a discussion. We can be in the background, maybe just kind of introduce them, but then they actually facilitate it. They lead it. And we just listen and learn. I feel like that would be, that would be such an interesting experience and takes us out of the moderating as right. much as, you know, we don't need to moderate just a regular conversation with them. That could be, and that could have somebody learn in a totally different way than from us just asking the questions The yes. the person who's engaging in services with them may have more questions because they're more involved that we Absolutely. might not have thought of. So yes. I'm excited to try that. I definitely yes. want to see how that goes. Um, that was my biggest one. Yeah. I'm not sure what else right now, but I I feel like Having this discussion as an episode and then future discussions as we go along the planning stages will help us figure out how we can continue to make this podcast great, because it really is, and how we can just, you know, continue to have content and hear what others have to say. I would love to hear more feedback from our listeners as well to see what kind of topics they may be interested in learning about, who Mm -hmm. they would want to ask questions too. If we ever had like a Q and a session where we took in questions ahead of time, and then we asked them to our guests rather than us asking them our questions. I think that would be really cool, but somehow engaging our audience a little bit more. It's, it's definitely harder in a podcast setting because we're already recording it, but having that opportunity to allow our listeners to send us comments, feedback, questions ahead of time before we actually do a recording, I think would be cool a, cool, a cool way to get our audience more involved.
1: I agree. I definitely agree. There was something you were saying that I was thinking about um, when we were talking about our different guests. And one of the thoughts that came to my mind that I learned, uh, again, through Ms. Tammy Evart, I need to give her a gold star because she just keeps popping up (laughs) in my mind. I don't know, like, Tammy, I'm thinking about you, is, you know, she works a lot with um, individuals with um, learning disabilities or developmental disabilities. And this could actually be, when we are talking about our youth, an idea or an exploration for a future employment that they never thought of, you know, having them come on as a guest and having them experience it. They may actually be talking to you later on to ask you, how do you do this? What mechanism are you using to record it? And how do you launch it? And how do you get it on all these different um, channels and stuff? And it might be an avenue for them to explore for employment, You know, that's, you know, it's, it's a skill that they can learn and develop. And we may have some really charismatic individuals out there that loves to hear their voice and wants to interview people and we don't know right and having them be a guest. What a wonderful experience for them. It almost sounds like we're on radio you know because we have our exactly. headsets on and we're talking and i i've been on public radio before and and i know i've gotten excited just being a guest <laughs> and sitting there i get nervous and so i i'm pretty sure you know we had some guests who have never been on a podcast i think they would probably feel the same way like oh my gosh you know but yeah. we're just in the comfort of our own offices with our headset and we're just visually seeing each other you know and i think um It's, it's just a new way of, of learning, you know, how to get your voice heard. And I, I think we could be doing amazing things with it. So,
0: so Tammy, if you're listening, obviously (laughs) we have a lot to talk about with you because we have some great ideas, but honestly, I was actually thinking the same thing because of her, um, empowerment meetings every week. I was yes. thinking about that exact thing. Like, oh, huh, I wonder because they lead their own empowerment meetings. Tammy right. doesn't. I remember yes. that when I experienced it and I'm like, yes. huh, that could be very similar to how we would lead. They would, we would have them lead their podcast episode. How Absolutely. would that go?
1: Absolutely. That's exactly what came to my mind. See, like minds we were thinking about. (laughs) Well, I think we did an amazing job. Again, this was a new platform for me to learn. It's another way for um, Aloha Independent Living Hawaii to get get out there and reach a a broader um, consumer base, listening base and you know the ha- have them to learn about the different types of disability organizations in Hawaii the different topics things that are real issues for people here we mm-hmm. are going to have other Disability organizations that we partner with to come on as well. So I, I hope the listeners continue to listen to us because we're getting there. We're trucking along, <laughs> you know. Uh, please be patient with us. This is a learning tool for for both myself, m- m- more, m- more than Leland, but um, it's it's something that I'm learning and I'm really enjoying. and I, And I really hope the listeners are uh, seeing some value to it because we're mm-hmm. not just on air just to speak our mind and and you know to be an additional. Um, uh, sound, you know, we want to actually be impactful and to help people, you know, by mm-hmm. providing them with knowledge maybe that they weren't aware of, or connecting them with a resource that they hadn't thought about. So we have many different organizations we work with on a daily basis that I still have to reach out to them and ask them, you know, to be guests or to come on as a discussion. So I think mm-hmm. we have a many, many topics that we're going to have. I don't think we're going to run out of it. Again, it's more the timing element of getting everybody together to come to a consensus on the day and the time, you know. So uh, that's more than anything, it's the organization behind it. But we did a great job.
0: Yes. And I'm also looking forward to having a little bit more of a serialized section as well where we can talk about a broader topic, but have different sections into it. Like I know eventually we wanna talk more about advocacy. We wanna bring up some of the local issues that we're having in the state of Hawaii, different policies that are going on through the legislature and kind of dig deeper into that so that us as the community, we can understand what legislatures are actually talking about. And I know that that to me is honestly really important is especially when we talked about the youth and how they're civic minded, we want more people to be more civically involved. How do we yes. do that? We have to, we have to help you understand what this means because when it's legislative jargon, it's a lot of words. Sometimes yes. it's too technical. And I know for me, if it's too technical, I'm, I zone out. So I want right. to, I definitely want to work with you and our advocacy coordinator and just, you know, our different partners that advocate as well in figuring out how can we explain what the issues are, what we support, what what can you learn about this topic, and what can you do as a citizen to move forward and help support this or help make Congress understand that this may not be the best route for somebody with a disability. They may not see it because it's not directly affecting them or even indirectly affecting them. So I'm hoping that we can continue to be an educational source for people. Um, hopefully we can still be a form of entertainment as well. We do laugh and joke and stuff, but, you know, <laughs> something that you want, you want to look forward to listening to. We don't, I definitely don't want it to feel like you're at school and it's boring. Yes. You know, some people don't like to be lectured to I want it to be, right. like you said, an engaging discussion. Engaging.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm excited yeah. for that. But yeah, um, did you have any last words
1: you wanted to share before we wrap up our trip down memory lane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, just great job. Thank you again for um, leading the way and Thanks. teaching me how to do this. And um, as we continue on and gain more experience, I think we're, we'll get it, we'll perfect it a little bit more. Right. So, yeah. um, thank you. Practice makes perfect and the journey along the way
0: is really what's going to make it great. So I'm excited. I will continue to be excited to work with you, Roxanne. Thank you, Leland. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening to Disability with Ma Lama. Again, my name is Leland.
1: And I'm Roxanne. Thank you so much for joining us. Yep. We hope you enjoyed listening. Aloha. Aloha.